0: Welcome to the She Glows Podcast. If you're here, it's probably because you're a personal growth junkie and you thrive off of learning new ways to become the best and highest version of yourself, or you're looking to start. I'm your host, Brooke Petrez. Now let's get ready to glow. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back, finally, right, to another episode of She Glows I took some time off, and now it's game time, bitches. (laughs) Uh, No, but really, I did take some time off. If you've been following along on my journey, you know why. Um, But we're going to dive into that in just a second. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so I, like a little dummy. No, I'm not even going to call myself a dummy, but... With everything going on over the last couple of weeks, it totally blew my mind that it was Black Friday, that it was Cyber Monday, and I really wanted to partake in those activities um, with the She Glows merch, but I just completely forgot about it. I've been such a space cadet lately, and I just didn't even think twice about it until it was too late. So, This upcoming Friday and Monday is going to be like a little She Glows Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So Friday, this coming week, and Monday of next week, there are going to be sales on the She Glows merch. So if you are interested in that, stay posted Um, If you follow me on Instagram, I will be posting it on Instagram, uh, but the biggest way to really stay connected with all of those details would be to be in the She Glows community over on Facebook. So if you're not already and you want to be a part of the community in the show notes, make sure that you click the link and um, I will let you into the community over on Facebook. So that is kind of like the She Glows update for the week and the little life update for She Glows. Now we are going to, I'm just really like gonna get right into it. I feel like I have a lot to share and I actually didn't really type a whole bunch of shit out for this. I'm just gonna kind of freeball it. <laughs> I think I freeballed my last one, to be honest. Some, some episodes just really need to be like that. And, um, we just see what comes out, really, <laughs> so if you've been following my journey, you know what the latest is. If you haven't and you're new to she glows, I just donated one of my kidneys a few weeks ago um today, well, not today, but tomorrow, but today for you guys, because I'm recording this a day ahead of time, that was just really confusing. Um, two weeks from today, for you guys, Wednesday. Ago, I donated my kidney and that's exactly what this episode is about. I haven't really shared too much about it over the last year or so for no particular reason, but it was just kind of something that I was doing just because I like to do, you know what I mean? Like because it felt right in my body, because it felt right in my soul and um, I didn't feel like it needed a lot of attention around it and now that you know the surgery is all done, and I'm kind of looking back in hindsight, and I am processing a lot of things that were going on through this last year around the around the process, like around the kidney donation. So, a little bit about how it all got started, and like my backstory. Um, if you're new you're just learning this, but if you've been around for a bit, you do know that I struggled with addiction, and um, I was addicted to heroin in my early 20s, and I decided to get myself clean, so January will be eight years that I am clean, and when I got clean, I decided to get clean on my own, and I thought that that was like a huge, huge, huge Blessing, um, because a lot of times when people are in addiction, it's their loved ones that try to get them clean. And if anybody knows anything about addiction, unfortunately, that's not how somebody gets clean. So I've really watched a lot of loved ones die from addiction. I've lot I've lost a lot of friends from addiction, and I felt really blessed and I felt really lucky that I was still in a spot in my addiction where. I could get myself out. I could want it bad enough for myself. So when I got clean, I looked at that as me giving myself a second chance at life through getting clean. And when I did, I thought to myself how I wanted to give somebody else a second chance at life because I didn't know like how that was going to look um because I knew that like I couldn't get somebody else clean for them so I knew it was gonna look a little different um I just you know I didn't know how or when or what I was gonna be able to do but I just knew that that was like part of my soul's calling so that is part of the backstory as to why I ever even wanted to like become a kidney donor to begin with um which, like I said, I didn't know that that's what it was going to be eight years ago. So this time last year, actually it was probably in the beginning the beginning of October, maybe the end of September, beginning of October of last year, my grandma came home from church and she had shared with me this pamphlet that one of the guys at her church was giving out because he was in desperate need of a kidney. And um, it, it was like... It was time. He was like fighting and battling this kidney disease for like the last 14 years and he was really struggling to find somebody to be a match for him to be a kidney donor. So, I like took the pamphlet from her. I read through it, you know, for a few weeks and I thought to myself, what if this is it? Like, what if this is it? So, I decided to get blood work done and all the blood work came back as like Everything looked great with my blood work. Actually, we were the same blood type. And not that that necessarily means you're a complete match because it doesn't, but that's you have a greater, um, I mean, that's just like really, really good news that you are a matching blood type, but, and also that my blood works looked really good. And I was like, okay, well, if that looked really good and if we have the same blood type, why don't I, you know, see what the rest of this process looks like? So I started going to a lot of doctor's appointments. I started going to um, get like getting tests done and they were very extensive. Um, And this was lasting for a few months and then it was by March um Mark and I the recipient decided why don't we like meet up um have like get together for a cup of coffee so he ended up coming over and um I got to meet him and meet him and my grandmother just like sat down talked like you know just got to know one another him and my grandmother obviously already knew each other but I got to like know a little bit about him and um his life and his goals and he's only a few years older than I am and he was sharing with me how he is enrolling into like this agriculture school um or course like online because he's really interested in you know growing all of his crops and like growing all of his food and vegetables, fruits and vegetables and that kind of stuff and that's like his really big interest. And um you know the more I got to know him, the more I got to know like what he's looking to do in life and like the things that he's trying to accomplish in life and like what his dreams are and what his goals are. And I like that's why I kept going on this journey over this last year is because I couldn't imagine being in my early 30s having all of these dreams and goals and not being able to accomplish them um because my life wouldn't let me um so I kept going on with the process like I said there were extensive tests after extensive tests and come June ish July ish we were starting to um look look at surgery like potential surgery dates and so we had set one up for September 29th um, after Mark and I got back from like our own family vacations we decided like we'll go on the family vacations and then when we get back we'll schedule um, the surgery a little bit after that well I ended up getting COVID so I got COVID in August and After I had COVID, I had to wait six weeks for my last symptom in order to be able to start testing again for the process of the kidney donation. And one of the tests closer to the end of the process is testing to see if we were a cross match. And what that means is that my antibodies work with his antibodies and not against his antibodies. So that way, come time of the procedure, that his body doesn't reject my kidney, but it accepts it. So that was like the biggest thing that needed to be key factor in this donation going through and I ended up being a cross match so I knew that uh, I knew that this was supposed to happen when I found out that I was a cross match I knew that this was supposed to happen I knew that this was my chance to give somebody a second chance at life and we started setting up potential surgery dates from that point forward so Mark and I were both going on a family vacation in August. So we decided that we'll go on the family vacations and once we get home, we will, you know, do the surgery a little bit after that. So we had scheduled surgery for September 29th and I ended up getting COVID in August. And since I had COVID in August, I was going to have to retest six weeks after my last COVID symptom to make sure that everything was still good for the procedure so we weren't able to do the surgery on the 29th of September and I was a little bummed because at that point it had almost been a year since we were doing the process and I just really wanted him to start feeling better and you know it was just like so exciting. And it's just kind of like, well, when, well, when, well, when? And um, I'm just a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And that everything planned out the way that it was supposed to because it worked out perfectly. So we weren't able to do it for the 29th. um, So I had to get that kind of testing done all again after those six weeks and I went through another round of handful of extensive testings with like blood work, chest x-rays, echoes on my heart, that kind of stuff and Everything came back perfect once again, and I was just like, oh, so many amazing signs from the universe that everything is just continuously looking good for us, and so we were able to schedule the surgery date for the 17th of November, and everything was just so smooth sailing. So at that point it was just pretty much a waiting game until the procedure went down. I had a pre-op appointment with my surgeon which went really great. I had a pre-op appointment with my coordinator which went really great as well and um, it was just like a lot of excitement that we finally had a date and we were so close and everything was set in stone and Mark and I were both Equally excited to finally be in the position where we knew the procedure was going to go down, um, but it, but something that I noticed I struggled with before I dive into how the procedure went and everything like that, and how things are going now. Something I really struggled with, especially towards the end when um, I started really talking about like what was going down in the next couple of weeks is. The way people were reacting to me donating my kidney and um, I noticed that there's a lot of shadow work around this whole process for me. Um, The reason why I donated a kidney wasn't to be nice, it was to save somebody's life and it was to give back and it was to... Pay it forward, honestly. Like, I feel like we're all here to help the next person. And if I could be healthy enough to help Mark out and, you know, donate a kidney and still be healthy afterwards for me to live my best life, then why fucking not? Like, that was my mindset around it. I mean, that still is my mindset around it. But, it really bothered me when people heard about what I was doing and they were like, oh my God, you're so nice. That's so nice of you. And I I know probably like the way that I said it, it sounded condescending and I don't, I know that they didn't mean it in a condescending way. And I know that they didn't mean it in a nasty way and that they truly thought it was like an, like it was a nice thing to do. Um, I was having a hard time taking like that compliment. It felt too it felt too insincere to me. Um I'm a very like soul level person and that compliment felt so surface level to me that it almost felt like a backhanded compliment. And to anybody listening who called me nice <laughs> about this procedure, just know that it wasn't a you thing. It was a me thing. Um and that it wasn't something that i thought i would ever have a problem hearing you know so it was really hard for me to hear that for a, for a few weeks and i know that that might sound a little crazy but um i i guess i just like wasn't looking to like i wasn't looking for Um, compliments or anything like that. I guess I just know that my close friends and family who knew that this was going down that they thought it was fucking awesome and they supported me and, you know, they were so excited for me and Mark and all of those kind of things that I didn't have to hear any of, like, the compliments. It's just, like, they would just tell me that they're fucking proud of me and that, that this was just, like, a really neat fucking thing to do and... Um, and they're proud of like my past and where I came from and that I could give back in the way that I'm giving back. So that was just like a shadow part of mine that I didn't realize how much I, I didn't like that. Um, so uh, I did not realize that I would have anything like that to work through going through this process. You know, I thought it was going to be like a very light hearted thing this whole time and it ended up having some little pieces I mean I feel like we're always undiscovering new things of undiscovering new things about ourselves and this was one of them I was like hmm why didn't I like being called nice why is that? Um, So, we're still working on that piece, but I just wanted to point it out there that although this has been an amazing process, just in general, and just an amazing outcome and result and time over this last year, there were a few things that came up for me that I realized I have to dive a little deeper in and like kind of figure it out as well. Um, And there's also like a few other things that came up as well that I'm just like not really ready to share on here quite yet. But um, yeah, learned about a little bit more about myself throughout the process of that as well. Uh, so with that being said though, like with the reason why I decided to go through with this whole thing or why I ended up wanting to like just pay it forward in general and to give somebody else a second chance at life is because, you know, i did that with getting clean for myself i i never anytime i go through a procedure or go through anything where they prescribe pain medicine or narcotics i always opt out of it so i opt out of it for this procedure as well um they plan to do everything laparoscopic and I was like, okay, cool. I got my appendix out the same way. I can't really imagine it being much different than that. Like it was a decent amount of pain. It was uncomfortable, but it wasn't anything excruciating. Um, No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I undershot that procedure so hard getting your kidney removed is a lot different than (laughs) getting your appendix removed. Um, Which I mean, like, duh, right? I mean, that makes sense. But I just thought since it was the same kind of procedure, that it might be the same kind of pain. And it wasn't. So it was the night of my surgery. It was a few hours after surgery. I was in my own uh, hospital room at this point. And I, I was in unbearable pain. I was shaking like crazy like my body would not stop shaking the pain was so bad and I just felt sick to my stomach I started hearing ringing in my ears like it just was not a good time so I ended up asking the doctor if there was something that they could give me that would just like nip that pain but not give me a body high and that was like a little bit stronger than the Tylenol they were giving me Um, And they did. So that definitely helped. And I also got a nerve pain medicine as well, which was like, mm, a godsend, seriously. Um, So the pain definitely subsided. It wasn't as crazy as intense as that. And every day moving forward, I was getting Like, you know, the pain was lessening and I was feeling a little bit better. And overall, I've been having a really, really great recovery. Um, There was a few days where I just didn't feel my best. And um, I think it was because I was trying to do the most with being like up and active because I'm supposed to be, you know, walking a lot and that kind of stuff. But I really just feel like I overexerted myself so That was no bueno around Thanksgiving, but I really am recovering well. I feel like my incisions look really good. Um, Energy-wise, I notice that I'm gaining more energy every day and that I'm able to do more every day for a longer period of time without getting exhausted as quick as I did the day before. So that is a fucking plus. And let me tell you, fucking drumroll, please... I wish I had like a live drum set. Um the biggest plus, like the biggest celebration out of all of this is that Mark's body took really really well to my kidney. And it did from like day 1 when I talked to the surgeon in the hospital about it. I was I just kept asking like how's Mark doing? Like how how is he feeling? Cuz I wasn't able to see him for like the first day or two. Um And the surgeon said his body is responding so well to your kidney and he's able to produce a lot of urine, which is fucking amazing. And then I got a text from Mark a few days later, like I saw him in the hospital a few times um, and his family and that kind of stuff, which was awesome. But I got a text from him a few days later stating that the mm, I'm going to butcher it. So I'm not even going to try to go there, but like the functionality and the longevity of the kidney. Typically for a donor, it's like at best or like when it's doing really well is at 60%. He texts me telling me that my kidney was at 102 for him over a hundred fucking percent. So that right there just made my heart so freaking happy. Um, I was like, fucking yes, like, we did it, this is what we wanted, you know, um, I was so happy to hear that for him, and I could almost tell, like, immediately that he started feeling better, um, and he wasn't in as much pain as I was, he said, you know, he was still in pain, um, but it was only if he ever really needed to, like, tense up his, like, stomach muscles and that kind of stuff, um, and then the latest that I heard is that um, his functionality of the kidney is, like, at 118%. And I just can't even deal with <laughs> how amazing that news is. Um <sighs> I just feel so grateful that I got to do this, and I feel so happy for Mark. Like, I feel so happy for Mark, and I cannot wait to see him continuously recovering and continuously following in the footsteps of. Making his dream life come true. Because now he fucking really gets to. And you know. I'm just like keeping all of the good vibes going. That he continues to get healthier and healthier. And that his kidneys continue to like feed off of my kidney. And the functionality keeps going up and up in percentage. Because that's the fucking goal man. That is the fucking goal. And I'm so blessed to have like a new friendship with Mark and to be able to experience all of these things now that he is functioning with an amazing kidney that works really well in his body. So that is really what I wanted to catch you guys up with this week. That's what's been going on the last couple of weeks. Um yeah, that's pretty much it. I have my post-op appointment with my surgeon on Thursday. So we get to see how things are really going. Like I feel like they're going really well. But, you know, they need to do their checkup and that kind of stuff. Um, I am out of work for two months. So I probably won't be fully going back to the restaurant until mid-January. Um, mid to end January. And... I can't lift more than five pounds for the next two months. So it is definitely a decent amount of time for recovery, but I am utilizing the downtime. I am soaking it all up as well. And I'm just really excited for this next part of my journey. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I feel like The kidney donation was the kickoff to the next part of my journey as like this higher version of myself and I'm really fucking stoked to see what that all entails and where this part of my journey leads me and I am just really fucking excited you guys I'm just so excited for where life's at right now and where it's going and how beautiful everything came together for Mark and myself and this journey that we had over this last year so thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you have not subscribed yet, please subscribe so you don't miss another one. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, if you're interested in being a part of the She Glows community, be sure to check out the show notes so you can click the link and get added to the community over on Facebook. I will be posting a maybe like a little graphic or a little post about the upcoming She Glows sales that we're going to have this upcoming weekend and the following Monday. So I will catch you guys here next week on She Glows.